0: Is marissa this is denise and we are are you there god it's us the book bitches we're talking about flowers in the attic and petals in the wind and petals this is no wind oh my god i've been saying that <laughs> wrong i thought it was petals in the no. petals on the wind that title's whack <laughs> So, Denise, tell me what you read this week. I read, okay, so, unfortunately, I got stuck again in a Stephen King loop. What's wrong with you? Wait, Be- what do you mean, unfortunately? This has been you for the last six months. No, Isn't it just because- one long loop? No, because I actually read a couple of other books. Oh, okay. I can't fucking remember what they are, though. Because they weren't important. <sighs> I guess. So, I, finally, I made myself read new Stephen King, though, so I finally read The Mist. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was actually it. good. It was good. No, it. I really liked it. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. The one that's the movie, right? Like the movie with the sad Yeah, although the ending is totally different in oh. the book. The book. Bu- the book is it ending, still a bummer It's a bummer, but it's not like fucking gonna make you emotionally desolate like the movie. Okay, that's fair. So then I read I read Salem's Lot because that show on Hulu Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, might as well read this. Ah, uh, first of all, I didn't realize it was like five hundred pages long. Oh my god! Yeah, so I I was like, fuck. I started. This Wait, now you no, to finish this? No, I I have that app. Oh. So okay. I actually have a really cool app called Libby, and you can connect it to your library card and borrow books from your library. I'm so. afraid I have charges, so I'm not gonna look. I know I had to go pay. Like, my charges before I could access this. I'm almost certain, like, I haven't returned something or I've lost something. I returned, so I thought Wait, what's crazy is I'm really good about books, but when it comes to borrowing books from the free library, I thought, like, somehow they're just missing. Somehow I I lose all this shit. So I borrowed that um, book 1Q84, and I returned that. I have a memory of returning that. They never got it. I don't know where it went between the book drop and their shelves, but I had to pay 50 fucking dollars to replace it. Well, and then that's insane to me, okay? Because, like, hear me out. If I go to Barnes & Noble, I can buy that for, like, 20 bucks. I should have asked them if that was an option, but I was embarrassed. <laughs> As you should be. What did you read? Tell me. <laughs> um, I read Erasure. <clears throat> oh, that was one of the that things so, I also read. Was, it was very arty, and it. I just feel like it didn't end like at all. Like it was just kind of like you know, I don't cut. think Yeah, I don't think you were supposed to get an ending, but no. I also don't know. I think you were supposed to be like what consequences would this have for him? Absolutely. I can't I don't Did want, you like it? No. Oh, you don't like it? I did. I just want I don't here's the thing i thought it was gonna be less arty than it was for sure i think for the amount of reading that i do and the fact that i go through books so quickly that wasn't a humble brag like it sounded like it was but it's not no you go through them really fast but like part part of it is that i'm not gonna critical think after the book is done i'm gonna read another book so like if it's forcing me to be like sit there and think about it and reflect i'm not going to i did actually reflect so i really like that book there's only a few books that in, like, my recent memory that I can really say, like, oh, yeah, I went and reflected on that after the fact. I actually try to do that with most books I read <clears throat> because I feel like I want to, like, ingest the media. I do that with TV shows, too. Like, I'll literally sit just there Just say so you're better than us. No, because I feel like otherwise I'm just, like, go... I don't, like, really... Feel anything about it until I think about it. Maybe I am better than you. Are you okay? No. So I read that. I read erotic stories for Punjabi women, which was very sexy. I was like, "This is really sexy." My I mean, favorite one was the gay one. I was like, "No." Hmm. I mean, it was called okay, like it was called erotic stories. I didn't think that, but gonna I didn't think they were going to be like that set. But they, they were, were like really sexy, so raunchy. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." I liked the frame story too. Like I said, cute pretty much describes yeah, it for me but I, really, I liked it I did like it um and then I read no I'm reading everything we didn't know which was a book that you ordered off of book of the month just because you felt like you had to it was like I was like that vaguely interests me so then I you never read it so I picked it up <laughs> and I actually really like it it's talking a lot about like farms and like water contamination not oh. where I expected it to go did you know you're actually reading Aaron Brockovich that's a good movie I've never watched it. It's a bummer. Oh, you know what's a bummer? That one with Meryl Streep, Silver, whatever. Oh, with uh, her and Cher. mm Mhm. That's a fucking bummer. I love Cher. Silver smoke or some shit. It's not called silver smoke. I know. I don't know what it's called, but it's not called that. We're gonna look it up. (laughs) You can look it up while I tell this. All right. All right. So Deborah has done this like a couple times. But Deborah will like text me the answer to things that we're like, we'll look it up and we never look it up. She'll text me the answer. So what's his name? Teaches in Colorado, dumbass. Oh my god. <laughs> Colorado fuck. That's right. Silkwood. Silver, Sil- I swear to God. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. So Thanks, Deborah. Yeah. Because so we don't fact check anything. we not fact check it. Because you know what? I, we start talking and then I'm like, I would have never thought I was going to bring up Silkwood today. So today, Denise is going to be really leading the discussion on the podcast, partially because of my voice, partially because I did no research. I am just here. There's not a lot of research you have to do. You don't even take good notes. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this! I have notes today. You had to prove yourself today. I did. I was like, I'm gonna fucking take off. Why today. is there a post-it on the post-its? Because I I made a joke, <laughs> <So> <laughs> <wrote it> down. <laughs> and my joke was my favorite thing about the people in this book is that you can't imagine them doing anything but being really beautiful and deep. <laughs> so you can't imagine them like taking a dump and then bragging about it. Oh my god. That's a good joke. Okay, but you should have waited till later because we haven't even talked about the characters or anything. It was a standalone. (laughs) It doesn't make sense by itself. Oh, it will. Okay, so we are talking about Flowers in the Attic. This book got a lot of controversy when it came out. Um, I think it's on the banned books list like all the time. Yeah, there were definitely two specific instances where um, schools in like the Midwest, a hundred percent, like banned it. Like nineteen ninety four. No way, the Midwest—they banned I know. fucking every book. So nineteen ninety four. I don't know how to say this. Oconee Count County in Georgia. Something you could have looked up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely banned it from libraries. So this book has been on the bans list. Let me it sexy Peter, and fun. No, I, well because. When it first came out, a lot of teenagers were reading it. Okay, in nobody's defense, it's really horny. It's so horny, this and it's talking so about horny, horny it's teenagers. So sexy. What I think that teenagers. No, actually, it does fit teenagers. Never mind. Wait, how are you talking about? I was gonna say what I think teenagers would be drawn to this story, but actually, yeah, I would. Not me reading the sex scenes in Stephen King, like <laughs> you're just so horny when you're like 15 and 16, it's hard. Okay, so let me give you just a little bit of a synopsis here. Which, if you listened to our last podcast, and if you didn't listen to it, good. If you did listen to it, I'm gonna be saying the same shit again. Okay. <laughs> but Flowers in the Attic. So basically the premise is you have this family. What is their last name? Dolan Ganger. Oh my god. I forgot that was their last name. My favorite part, and I did actually write this in my notes. My favorite part was Kathy goes, I wish we had such a less weird last name that people can't pronounce. And I'm like, it's like phonetically spelled. What the fuck do you mean? People, <laughs> Ganger? Oh, that's so hard. It looks fucked up. <sighs> so their Never. last name. Okay. So you have the Ganger family. The book starts off where you're following Kathy, the main character. She's the oldest daughter she's the one describing like how the story starts which is they live in their house with the mom and dad mom and dad have a very sexy relationship so sexy oh my god which is like okay kathy the oldest daughter when she's narrating this is what like 13. no she oh when she's narrating i don't know how old she is when she's 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 10. she's 10 okay she's 10 years old And able to describe how sexy the relationship between mom and dad are because they just give each other sexy looks all the time. These people are freaks anyways. And she talks about her mom and she's like, she's just so sensual. And I was like, what 10 year old (laughs) is describing their mom as sensual? Like, please. Hold on. I have a quote before you go on. Okay. She has a quote. The dad would like talk like this in front of the kids, like to the mom. (laughs) Do you love me? For I most certainly love you. Did you miss me? Are you glad I'm home? Oh Did you think about me when I was gone every night? Why are you so horny? Did you toss and turn and wish I were beside you, holding you close? Why were the kids there? Or if you didn't, Corinne, I might want to die. Why is he talking like a character out of the Bible? They all fucking do, bitch. They I do. don't know. So, on top of, by the way, this is like set, what, in the 70s? The 80s. No, so this is set... So it was published in 79, but this is set in, like, the late 50s, early 60s. He worked at a computer company. Yeah, but now that I'm remembering, Petal's on the wind. <laughs> she specifically says it was the 60s. Okay. Like, early 60s. That's fine, but people were not talking like that. Oh, you don't know. Were you born then? <laughs> no. You don't even know. So anyways, okay. So you have Kathy, who's narrating the sexy relationship between mom and dad... The dad's also really weird. Ugh. With the kids, he's like, Kathy, I couldn't bear it if you didn't love me. And I was like, bitch, that was your daughter. Calm down. Oh, my favorite one was Kathy, because her hair is like her glory. Oh my God, yeah. Was like, my dad, I I couldn't cut my hair. This is a whole part, but I'm just going to tell you about the hair (laughs) thing. I couldn't cut my hair. My dad, he said he loved long hair on girls. First of all, mind your business. (laughs) I know. Fucking... He's a Weirdo. creep, and you're weird. Anyways, so that was the whole thing. Actually, I've I i want to I just wanna say that for a second. I've heard that like from many people, where they're like, "Oh, like I never cut my hair because my dad like longer hair." First of all, tell your dad to mind his business. You're his our kid. Our mom literally said that. Yeah, and, and I was you know like, That's To both weird. of our parents, mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> we have short hair now, and it wasn't out of spite, but it definitely wasn't like <laughs> not out of spite. <laughs> So, you have Kathy. Mm-hmm. So, then the dad dies in this really horrible, stupid, tragic accident. Denise, would you oh, like to describe have this quote. accident? I have to. I hate this. So, this is a situation of anything that could have gone wrong in the car accident that this dad was in did go wrong. According to the accounts, which we've recorded, this is a cop speaking. There was a motorist driving a blue Ford, weaving in and out of the left-hand lane, apparently drunk, and he crashed head-on into your husband's car. But it seems your husband must have seen the accident coming, for he swerved to avoid a head-on collision. But a piece of machinery had fallen from another car like, or truck, machinery? and this kept him from completing his correct defensive driving maneuver. Why is this guy talking like he's the DMV? I don't know. Which would have saved his life. But as it was, your car, husband's much heavier car turned over several times. And still, he might have survived. <laughs> but an oncoming truck, unable to stop, crashed into his car. And again, the Cadillac spun over. And then, it caught on fire. <laughs> he might have survived the last thing, but then it caught on fire. I will never get... Why like, would you why describe it? So it? At, like, but what was the extraneous amount of information? Did you know he needed to describe how the dad died so that he everyone didn't to, and the, like, the He point? didn't mean to keep saying, like, he could have survived, but he felt like it was, like, improv. Like, he was just the accident <laughs> as it happened. i just, like... But it was, like, a four-part story, so, And then, like, how do you know? How do you know? Like, how did he piece all of that together from the wreckage okay here's my and what piece of machinery no i have like what do you mean a piece of machinery fell from a car or a truck like what does that mean (laughs) here's my thing okay if you felt like that was overblown and really dramatic and like people don't talk like that in real life this is what this book is do i fucking now i fucking love these books i want i don't want anyone to think like I'm just shitting on them. I love these books. I the same way I love the Twilight movies. Yeah, except for like I really didn't. Yeah, I know. Like I really did enjoy this book, but did I think it was weird as fuck? Yes. So drama. And anyways, go on with your finish up our synopsis. That's running way too long. Sorry, sorry. Okay, (laughs) no, it's my fault. So then the mom is like, "Oh no, I have no like literally." Is like I have no skills, nothing to get. Oh, any and we paid for everything on credit, so they' paid for everything on credit. Everything. She's like, so they, so they do. Like companies come and repossess everything. So she's like, so we can't live here anymore. We have to go back to my family and beg them to like for money. Basically, she's very wealthy. Comes from like extreme wealth. Okay, so through that, when she's like, we have to go back. Then you find out that she married... You know what? I thought it was her uh, half-uncle. It's just her uncle, isn't it? No, it's half. half Half-uncle. Okay, it's her half-uncle. So the dad and her... Not half-creepy, though. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Sorry. The the dad and her got married. That was her half-uncle that she married. That's why her family disowned her. So now the dad's dead. She's written to her mother. Her mother's like, yeah, you can come live with us, whore. (laughs) bring your kids okay you jezebel <laughs> the caveat is the dad's about to die and the dad was the one who disowned her she's hoping to charm her way Hold back on. into the will the dad's about to die He doesn't die for two years wait like three years a year and a half oh my god anyways so she's like i'm gonna charm my way back into his will but before then he can't know that i have four kids by my half uncle And the parents are very religious, you get that sense, so it's not only just that they're skeeved out by this, they're, like, (laughs) really religious. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, frankly, I know they're really religious, but it's like, babe, like, that's your half-uncle shit, is weird. Okay. That's your dad's brother. No, I know, so they go to Foxworth Hall, and it's a grand mansion, you're supposed to, like, they're very rich, like, they would- maybe be close to billionaires at this point in the early in the late 50s so so wealthy unnamed wealth they don't ever go into why they're so wealthy like she really briefly touches on it she just said she says like investments he owned a business and then he invested and it doesn't fucking matter they're fabulously wealthy okay but the plan is so she gets there her and the mom collaborate and they're like we're gonna here's what we're gonna do Uh, the four kids yeah Have to stay in the attic. Fair. Until the dad dies. Right. Okay. But the mom's like, no, no, no. Like, I know that's what me and your... I said that in front of your grandmother. Here's the real plan. I'm going to charm. I'm going to charm your grandfather. And, you know, once he's so charmed by me, Mm -hmm. he'll be so excited to meet Mm -hmm. my devil spawn children. Because that's what they called them. Well, and their whole thing was like, they thought you'd come out deformed, which... We go into great detail again about how beautiful these kids are. Oh, my God. I can't. They're so beautiful and talented. She's like, we're just so beautiful and blonde, and we look like dolls. People call us dolls. Kathy gets worse when she's going through puberty in the second book and doesn't lay off how beautiful and hot she is and how sexy men find her. She literally does not lay off. It's grating at best because it's just like watching someone, like jerk themselves no it relieves too much okay but she does that in this book like it talks about how beautiful all of them are and how sexy them are <laughs> like constantly oh i have quotes i have quotes about this and so and i'm going to talk about like why the prose does that specifically there are reasons vc yeah. andrew had reasons okay Getting through the synopsis, basically, they're in this attic. They're left in this attic for a year and a half. The Mm -hmm. mom eventually stops visiting them as much, at times not coming to see them at all for For months months. on end. One of the kids gets ill. You find out through the course of the story that the mom has been lying the whole time. No shit. Wow. No way. Whoa. The mom, master manipulator, was lying. And you do get, like, a sense she was a manipulator from the very beginning. From the very beginning, as soon as that bitch said, "I have no way to do anything because I literally no skills," I was like, "Well, because when they were having the conversation, she like had her robe open to show off her beautiful, sexy legs, <laughs> and I guess that entranced the thirteen and ten year old enough for them to go through with this plan." That's how I feel about my beautiful, sexy legs. <laughs> so, you know, so she's so she gets married while they're in the attic. Doesn't tell her husband that no. she has four kids. No, no, no I'm sorry. Not only does she get married, the dad did die. Oh, well, I'm getting to that. So she gets married, right? She gets written back into the will. The dad dies. She doesn't tell them for six months, right? It might have been nine. It was like nine. It was like nine months. So he's been dead for nine months. They find out because at this point they're fucking over it. They've been sneaking out of the attic, gathering money to run away. But they hear servants gossip. And... They find out that in the will, the stipulation was the mom could not suddenly reveal that she had kids from her previous marriage or have kids by this current marriage or she gets written. She doesn't get anything. She doesn't get shit. Okay. So she had no end game. Allegedly. Supposedly. At this point, she was just gonna keep them in the attic, and then one of the kids dies. One of the young younger kids, because there's well, he, the two point, older ones, and there's two young twins who, at this point, are like eight years old. At some point, had fallen ill. Well, they were all getting sick, and so Kathy kept saying, "But they thought it was because, because they she didn't was a, have... a scientist, and she was like,
1: just <laughs> they didn't you know, have
0: sunshine. there was no sunshine. I mean, that's not an unfair assumption. She just." They literally were no, like... No, I know, but she made it sound like... That was that's all. <laughs> I just hate her. I don't know. <laughs> you said she's a, she's a doctor. My favorite part was when... There was a part where they were starving. They were getting punished. I can't go into this whole fucking story. And the older kids, like come drink my blood for nutrients and was it was gross. so uh, it was so unnecessary yeah, like it was obviously gonna, soap was like, opera drama i was like what i was like does that work this was a kid who was studying to be a doctor and i was like yeah because he had books <laughs> <laughs> he was so smart she was smart too they were not only are they beautiful but they're brilliant they could have been part of mensa I love that she, like... Is that like, what it is? Yeah. I love that she, like, in the next book goes on to be in a ballet company. Even though she trained herself for, like, four years in an attic, I was like, how did you train yourself? You just knew oh, everything? Oh, she knew. Intrinsically. She knew. <laughs> like, so interesting. We took ballet for years. I don't know, like, if I had to train by myself in an attic, I, I would. probably would have been deformed <laughs> somehow. Something would have come up wrong. <laughs> Anyways... So by the end of the book, you just basically find out that they all had arsenic poisoning because the mom was slowly having the grandmother poison them with arsenic because she would otherwise lose all of her money or they were going to have to stay trapped in an attic. Mm-hmm. So the mom, great villain, lover is a villain. She's so awful. She's awful. Um, and so She's then the end of Flowers in the Attic, they run away. Pedals on the Wind starts with they run away to a doctor. hmm And I hate this man. He takes them in. Kathy is 15. <laughs> and so sexy. And so sexy that when she's 18, they start having a full-blown relationship. Um, not even when she's 18. Oh, They're when like she's fully 17. having, like, sex by the time she's 17. Yeah. And that's not creepy. It's supposed to be romantic. Anyways, I fucking I was, hate it. like, skeezed out. I was, like, uh... I was somehow skeezed out more. Than when her and her brother had sex in the attic. Yeah, so at the end of Flowers in the Attic, they end up having sex, but like Christopher rapes her. But she's like, no. But you she's didn't like, it rape wasn't me. rape. But it definitely was. It rape. was a hundred percent. He raped her. Because she like, didn't want to. Supposed to be okay. So it was also supposed to be romantic, which I was like, what the fuck. Well, okay. So here's the thing with this book, right? It's marketed as a gothic romance. Right. I get that. Okay. I've read gothic romances. But the thing, no, here's the thing with gothic romances. One of the themes running in those is like incestual relationships and desire. Right. Yeah. So that's why this book is creepy. It's a modern gothic romance. (laughs) Gothic tradition generally involves horror, death, romance, and the incest in- incest thing kind of directly comes from that because there's a lot of ancestral romance in gothic novels for some reason it's supposed to be just the taboo of it the thing with this and this is why this book's so dramatic is because the horror and the pleasure of this is supposed to take you to the ve- very edges of like taboo and take you into the sublime something that takes you beyond yourself i didn't feel that way I mean, maybe it wasn't a a successful I felt like, gothic I felt like novel. Kind of old lady Pervert. <laughs> okay, here's an example though. Dracula, right? Mm. Which I love Dracula. How do you feel? Have you read it? I <laughs> So, I think it's boring. Oh, my God. Sorry. Uh, No, it's fine. My feelings are hurt, but it's fine. As far as, like, classic novels go, I'm always like, God, this is so boring. And people love that. Dude, no, because Dracula is so sexual. And it's boring. It's, like, sexy boring. I, I think it's just sexy, but anyways... But a good 20th century version of the, you know, gothic novel is a lot of shit by Shirley Jackson. We have have always lived in the castle. I would say probably The Haunting of Hill House. Um, anything by Anne Rice. Anne Rice is sexy. Oh, The Taking of Sleeping Beauty. That's so, that's like better. If you are are listing the sexiest books here. I would recommend looking into the Anne Rice Sleeping Beauty series. That shit's wild. And it's so sexy, and it's too much. Anyways, so the point of this is to say that that's what this whole book is. It's supposed to be like a gothic. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think she did do it well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she's a great writer. She did. I don't have any issue with like the style of writing. This is just one of those things where I have to make fun of Kathy. I also get soap opera when I read this. Yeah, it's like really drama. Like, especially how sexy the mom is. The mom is so sexy and it's so gross to me. I fucking hate it. Well, it's it's weird because... because, they describe her in... So you get Kathy, obviously, because this is her book. This is her perspective. But then you get Christopher, who's like, yeah, the mom is really sexy. Like, I just, like, those are children. They're children. They're your children. So with that said, when you read this book, you're like, wow, this prose is possibly awful. Right? It's super flowery. It's what people would call purple. So it's, like, ornate. And it draws too much attention to itself. So much so that a lot of times... As in, the style of writing, right? Yeah. You may get distracted because you're like, who the fuck talks like this? Like... (laughs) Who why does this sound like why is, is it this written this way? Motor vehicle like, accident in it's this like the family guy skit where he's like, it insists upon itself. <laughs> That's what the prose does. The style of writing, right? I think I, I sense that was purposeful because I think Andrews wanted us to be like, oh Kathy, you're so romantic. Cat <laughs> Ka- like Well, her thing too was like she did read a lot of like <clears throat> Shakespearean romances medieval, romances. medieval romances. Medieval romances. Like that was her thing up in the attic. Would I myself think I'm so bored? I wouldn't read Shakespeare. <laughs> Would you read Gawain and the Great Knight? I might. That story's fucked up. It's so that's a really fun up, story. Dude. So when you're reading this and you're like, God, this this writing is awful. Her writing is not awful. Kathy's awful. <laughs> that's my that's my essay. Is Kathy is very flowery and romantic. And so the way this story is written. She's also a teenage girl. So the way this story is written 100% reflects Kathy, not V.C. Andrews' skill. Because I think she's actually very skillful. Mm. It's like a parody. It is. So to go into that, I want to talk about V.C. Andrews. Mm -hmm. First of all, she only wrote a few novels before she died of cancer. So this book was published in 79. Okay. And prior to this book, she only had one unpublished sci-fi mm-hmm. that was actually recently published in like 2000 something. Mm-hmm. So this was like her first big book, 79. She died in 86. Wow. Yeah. And she wrote, there's five books in the series. She wrote there's four. There's five There's books? five books in the series. There's four. No. So there's another one. Well, I'm going to explain this. Oh, okay. Five books. A lot of people think of this and Ganger series mm-hmm. as four. Because the fifth book... Oh, isn't it from Christopher's perspective? No. Oh. The fifth book is, a first of all, a prequel. It talks about the grandmother in this book. Okay. But it's also halfway written by a ghostwriter named Andrew Niederman. Mm-hmm. Now, you may be like... If you know anything about V.C. Andrews, you may be like, that cannot be right. She has, like, literally... I want to say... 24 series 24 25 series of books okay so how the fuck her name okay so when she died in 86 they picked up andrew niederman to finish that Dollenganger series and i think another book of hers okay and then they basically just hired him to keep pumping out books. Under so her she, name? Under her name. Under her estate. Okay. So she at this point has 24 different series <clears throat> under the that this man's writing. He releases, if I'm not mistaken, twice a year under her name. So he's written at this point, because he also writes his own books. This man, he must be so busy. He has written approximately a hundred and thirty books. Both BC under her or, name no, and on. his name. She only wrote five books altogether. Cause her science fiction one that was just recently published, that was actually She hers. I think no, I think she wrote six because she started another series as well. Okay, and then the six books and then the four Dollen Ganger ones. Mm-hmm. And then what I, I it's like a Morning Star series or something like that. And that's that. it. That's it. And this man took what over. The hell? And so she's been publishing that's her insane. estate has been publishing her books. They're popular. Mm-hmm. They're really popular. And they're still getting released, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, the point is, is that her thing is, like, she writes family legacies. So a lot of the series deal with families. Mm-hmm. And, like, having generation generational curses on them or just some fucked up shit and legacies. Right. It, but isn't that wild? So there's so many books under her name, but she actually only wrote, like, five or six. Okay, and this is my last thing about B.C. Andrews. When she was telling Flowers in the Attic, it was, it, well, when she wrote it, it was wildly popular. So publicists went down there to talk to her. Her publisher went down there and she's like, look, we gotta have a second book. People fucking love Flowers in the Attic, right? Right so they're like brainstorming what the second book is about Is she not planning on writing a second book because it It ends like it should have more. I don't know if she was. Really. I don't. I don't. like. I get the sense that she didn't have a game plan. Okay. So she was like Virginia had a wicked sense of humor and we took turns throwing out plot ideas, devising new miseries for the children to face. Oh my god. So in my head, I'm like she wrote this book while fucking laughing her ass off about the ridiculous shit that is happening. Just two gals drinking coffee thinking of some bullshit. So when you read this book i think you should read it in the spirit of not taking it too seriously i absolutely didn't like i could like there's no way I fr- like although there's i no did way get i could have i got really bummed out when cory died that was a bummer so the good thing the thing that i like about this series is that it is really ridiculous it's just ridiculous 100%, 100%. It's like, like, the way everything is described over the top, very flowery, it's very ridiculous, but it does have a lot of its really, really good points where it's like, oh, damn, that was sad. And I want to end this segment of this podcast with saying, just so everyone knows, there's four books in this series. At the end of it, Kathy and Christopher are together. They do get together. They do get together. That's even worse than The Parents, because, like... I mean okay like yeah. Half Uncle is pretty bad but Full Blooded Blooded that's Brother what I'm is saying. awful. I'm like I get it like okay there's no level of incest that's okay. However this <laughs> <it's kind> of <laughs> with the caveat that maybe Half Uncle is a little better than Full Blooded I Brother. I think there's a spectrum to too bad to oh oh I'm gonna call nine one one right now. No, I I gotta get the police involved. Like what can we do but about But let this? me I want I want to let you know how tragic and overblown the ending is. He dies the same way the father does in oh a car God. accident. Wait, was there like seven different... Oh, probably. I don't seven know. Seven different issues. There was, ma- there was a piece of machinery, unnamed machinery on the free- Like, the, out of the... I'm sorry. Okay. Out of the entire description of said accident, the one... The part that gets me is... Then there was a piece of machinery. What the fuck? Did, like, what does that mean? What do you mean? Oh, you've never heard of machinery before. <laughs> like the, someone's engine fell out. Like the description of, and then like, is that person okay? Like the description of machinery. It was is so someone, broad. Someone carting their barbecue in the back of the like truck, he, and he was off. like, he was like, you know. Car or truck? I was like, you don't know. Well, he re- Where is that person? <laughs> he reconstructed the whole accident, but he didn't know if it was a well, car and or then, truck. Okay, like I know that they reconstruct accidents. I know they do. Okay, I do. <laughs> I know that. I know this for a fact. Okay, but okay. the fact of the matter is, you can't keep saying he could have survived. You don't know that bitch. He might have died with the first freak part of that accident. <laughs> oh no the doctor said he died immediately but like when which part <laughs> and like I want to know like in all okay so like when he describes he... this accident and like, then how, also how wait, much when he... time elapsed like a minute 30 seconds <laughs> like you're telling me the final it was final destination part one <laughs> For this damn accident, how long was it? No, I'm just wondering. I got my voice back to get really excited (laughs) about this. Do you want to hear some quotes about how sexy the mom is? I do. Let's hear about how sexy the mom is. You guys, the mom is so sexy. Which, okay, like, not in anybody's defense. She sounds like a thin blonde lady. Yeah. Which is why in the 2014... No, she's curvaceous. No, but she's thin. Like, she's not fat. Yeah. I think Heather Graham was, like, a perfect person because I that's do. how I imagined Heather Graham her. is, like, really hot, actually, so I get it. Yeah, I know. She's gorgeous. I know. She has really pretty eyes. She has, like, the biggest doll eyes, which is probably why they were like, oh, you look like a doll perfect for this book where book. Kathy can't stop fucking describing her family as a perfect doll family. And the thing is, Kathy, like, just doesn't... It's just too... Anyways, nobody else is sexy, though. It's just the mom. well and then I like that Kathy was like I'm becoming sexy like (laughs) oh so that was a big thing in this book and I fucking hated reading it was because the mom left them with the two younger kids so Kathy was like we're like their mom and dad which is fine oh my god but but then it got really like their mom and dad but then it got really sexual really fast like we're like as beautiful as our parents we are our parents we're as sensual as our parents like it was just so odd here's my thing Denise, if we were ever trapped in an attic and we had to care for our two brothers, which like, Narg is not that much younger than us, but like, Jude, okay, like, reasonably. Yeah. I would never pretend to be anybody's mom. I would be bitter. (coughs) And I would be, yeah, like, I I would would be be bitter. The thing is, if we were getting poisoned by arsenic, I wouldn't have the most much motivation to do much. These kids were so active. She's practicing (laughs) ballet for six hours a day. Christopher was reading his medical books for six hours a day. Oh, I would I just can't. go lay down <laughs> all the time. I'd be so like <gasps> counting down the days. So, yeah, I would have probably died before the other little boy, and not because of arsenic poisoning. A boredom. A boredom. <laughs> I can't entertain myself. My favorite. I thing... I can't be expected to entertain here's myself. Here's my thing: if we were trapped in an attic. Oh wait, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I was going to say. Here's the thing. When you look at us and our dad, we're, like, mirror images. I don't think of it in a sexy way. It makes you want to punch the air. Like, why do I look so much like a Mexican man? <laughs> i like that. You know, that's, like... So, I don't relate to Kathy tic- on that t- level. <laughs> that TikTok filter where it's, like, man version, girl version. I'm, like, oh, my God. I look like my dad with this damn male version because it has a little beard. I'm, like, this is so damn stupid. This is that's a, that's crime. a crime that's a fucking crime it's not right okay so here's some good <laughs> quotes um, is it and more about I... how young and sexy we are <laughs> oh my god i want to make a really good point before i go into making fun of this okay vc andrews wrote the mom like through kathy eyes like and made her as sensual as sexy as possible and it comes off creepy okay no lie but she also did that because as the audience, we're supposed to be kind of entrapped in how sexy and manipulative the mom is. Okay. So I, I was not entrapped in how sexy she was, but I was like, oh, you're a monster. I would have been because I love like a good, sexy lady. Villain. Yes, we know. I know. I'm so sorry. You're to so everyone. predictable. I know. It's anyways, sickening. I know. Okay. So the mom had left them. She normally visited Sundays. And she had left them all day to go sailing. It was a really shitty excuse.
1: So she. I went
0: sailing, okay? Her hair was windblown and it flattered her well, making her seem almost 10 times more beautiful, earthy, sexy. (laughs) And she was almost old, almost 40. So I guess hey, when she should have been up to 40, You're an old bitch. She you should have been in her grave, frankly. She wasn't she allowed was to be that old. Hot. I for, I just read this book and I think I remember reading that being like, "What the hell, Cappy?" And just every I want everyone to know that every time the mom's legs were shown, they my were collection. lovely legs or they the were best sexy legs, legs, legs. Ever, I've never. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've never looked at anyone's legs ever, like ever in my life. I've never been like, "Wow, those are nice legs." I, I do, but I actually don't understand what that term means but i mean like if i see someone whose legs i'm like wow they have it's normally the thighs that get me i'm like wow those are nice thighs here's my other one this wasn't about the mom this was about <laughs> kathy being a creep towards chris her brother oh my god because uh she was talking about wait, wait. him Did it, she kept describing him like it like it, comparing him to the dad too Oh yeah, there was some. There was so what much is the, weird, like edible the and what is what is the complex? complex? There was so much of that in this book. It gets Both worse. these kids were okay, just listen. lusting after their parents. So she's talking about Chris has given her idea of like what kind of woman he would like like to be with, which it's, is just the mom. Spoiler alert! It's, it's the, the mom. mom. Okay. And so, boy, did he leave me feeling low. How in the world was I ever going to fill the needs of a man like Chris? First of all, Kathy, calm down. You're 14. Somehow or other, I knew he was setting the standard from which I would judge all my future suitors. What? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um. First of all, I know you're stuck in an attic. Do you think we set the tone okay, wait, for narc Waiting people? I hope not. Well, you're gay. <laughs> I know. And I am (laughs) unfortunately straight. Do you think Shanti's so very much like us? (laughs) We are the same person, physically, obviously... We look very much alike. And are the same, yeah. Yeah. No, so here's the thing, too. Like, okay, like... So when I worked at a private school... Okay. The kids, they're all horny. It's like high school. They would, like, date each other... And I would always be like, it's because there's only, like, four kids at the school. Like, they don't know. There's no options. Is that how Kathy felt? There was no options because she was in the attic, so she had to lust after Christopher? Yeah, I think she was like, man, I'm just so horny and I'm not properly socialized because I've been in an attic for, for two like two, years. two and a half years or some shit. And is it horrible for everyone to read? 100%. Okay, so this quote, they went to go explore the house. It's a Christmas party and they the mom let them out. Right. Was she really sexy here. Yeah, her she at one point like pulled Christopher to her bosom. Oh and my god, supposed yes. He was like it was supposed to be sexy. It wasn't supposed to be like, "Oh, I'm hugging you like I'm your mom." She like he was like into it. Anyways. No, I remember that. I Me mean, like, "What the fuck?" I hate it. Anyways, so then they sneak out again without the mom knowing. And she freaks out the mom, you know, and all of a sudden she's a villain, right? Mm-hmm. So she, like, yells at Christopher and she slaps him, mm-hmm. right? And he's so hurt. And this is, this is how <laughs> she makes it up to him, and it's so creepy. She drew him into her open arms yeah. and covered his wan-splotched mustache face with Isn't quick- it Wayne? I don't know. Okay. With quick little kisses that sought to take away the harm she'd done. Ew. Kiss, 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 finger in his hair, stroke his cheek, draw his head against her soft swelling breasts, and let him drown in the sensuality of being cuddled close to that creamy flesh that must excite excite even a youth of his tender years. You got a boner? Like, 100%. <clears throat> I... Are you so stunned that you can't put your thoughts together It's right really hard for me because I, I read all of this, and I remember thinking at the time, ew, what the fuck, but like... <laughs> Like, that's the only word. Like, you, what the fuck? But you get the sense that she's also doing it because she looks. he looks so much like the dad. Yeah, I guess. I, I, you look I'm like gonna, our dad. I'm going <laughs> to say... Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck me, right? Um, I get the sense that, you know, this is gonna be a controversial opinion. Had they not had to go into the attic, and they grew up alongside the mom, she 100% would have perhaps sexually assaulted Christopher at some point. Oh my god, I know. Right? Like, that's the sense you get. No, okay, totally. Which I feel like, okay... I know she's a villain, but they really dug into the incest thing. This is my last quote. Okay. And this is not about how sexy anyone is. I think you guys, our audience, have gotten the point. This book Did is you just get horny. It's so horny. <laughs> it's so horny. Um, I do want to bring up another catastrophe that happened in the mom's life. That was this dramatic dad's car accident. Okay. So the mom is not an only child. She had two older brothers who were set to inherit. The only reason she is possibly trying to gun for inheritance is because her two older brothers died. Oh my God, yes. In the most dramatic way possible (laughs) that anyone, like... Three people have died of these ways, like, in the whole (laughs) wide world. So, B.C. Andrews had to put it in. Both my brothers were musicians. The pity of it was my father had no patience for the arts. And so, you get the sense. He didn't let the brothers do the arts okay (laughs) so her older brother was named mal he worked in the bank like his father made him work in the bank because i guess they had connections to the bank again we don't know how they got their wealth we don't know why they're wealthy or what it has to do with the bank but he worked in the bank and on the weekends because of their unnamed investment. okay on the weekends, Mal would escape the life he hated because he had to work at a bank instead of pursue his art. That's and only a nine-to-five job. He did not ha- have anything to do after that. Mal would escape the we- on the weekends <laughs> the life he hated by riding up into the mountains on his motorcycle. He had a log cabin he built himself, and he composed music. Why did you have time to build a log cabin? <laughs> okay, Abraham Lincoln. Shut, shut up. One day, he took a curve too fast in the rain. He careened off the road and crashed <laughs> down hundreds of feet into a chasm. He was 22 years old and Wait, dead. Wait, by the year? By the time he was 22 years old, he had a log cabin that he built Why himself? Why do you have a log cabin? I guess Why I don't haven't you? thought of building one. Why don't you? You have but a 9 can... to 5 job and now you have time to build a log cabin. Yeah, like, did he take a gap year? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. My youngest brother was named Joel, and he ran away the day of my brother's funeral. <laughs> okay? Sorry, that was so rude. I'm By the way, I'm paraphrasing. This is such a long fucking story. I forgot I read all this because it was ridiculous. We received one single postcard from Paris Just in one. which Joel told us he had a job with an orchestra touring Europe because, of course, these people are also immensely talented despite never being able to practice their art. Because their dad like Kathy pay for it who yeah. becomes a ballet star. I can't even go into it. Anyways, three weeks later, so after the single postcard <laughs> from Paris, Joel had been killed in a skiing accident in Switzerland. Wait, what? He was shut up. He was 19 when he died. He had fallen into some deep ravine filled with snow, and to this day, why they did they never both fell into things his body? <laughs> can't get over like they were just near crevices and shit they both had the same death just in different (laughs) locations i know like three people (laughs) this has happened to and i can't anyways do you think that in his death there was like an unnamed unnamed piece of machinery (laughs) that got in his way (laughs) fuck maybe you don't know and that is flowers in the attic we, I do love it because it's oh, so I drama. Them. Like, it's like, it It really is like, so I think if you were to read it and you went in with the full knowledge that it's stupid as hell, like in yeah. just a lot of the situations, it's ridiculous. It's like over the top. If you go with that mindset, you're going to like it. Yeah, I agree. And then on top of it, you'll get addicted to them because they're fast reads. They're a long. They're longer books. Okay. But they are, you fast. know, what? Pedal, pedals, pedals, pedals. <laughs> Petals the way you're saying this title gets worse every fucking time Petals on on the wind <laughs> Petals on the wind was not a fast read because most of it was Kathy sucking her own dick about how beautiful she I'm was so that beautiful. was so hard for me And men I'm sorry. I literally started skipping pages where she was describing herself. Wait, have herself. we talked about that part yet? Okay, this, this is my last, this is my final thing. So, Flowers in the Attic Ends her and Christopher and the late like last remaining young, younger sibling because one of them had already died they escaped one of them is really really sick the the last twin is really really sick but her sickness only <clears throat> showed up in how small she was and her head was too big for her age. Oh my god that was so fucked up I was like why'd you have to make her funky everyone <laughs> else is you know, beautiful I except for this big headed twin. <laughs> So then, so she's like really, but she's sick on the bus. So they get tickets onto this group. Oh, wait, was it a train? It was a bus. This mode of transportation. <laughs> they get on. She's throwing up. She's really, really sick. And there's this woman who is a black woman who's Mew. So, of course, the only black character. Yeah, was like and she's Mew. And she's stereotype. like a stereotype. It was really bad. She sees them and she's like, oh, writes them a note that's like, get off the bus with me. Or the train. (laughs) So they do. She takes them to this doctor that she's basically like a maid for. The doctor is entranced with Kathy's teenage looks
1: and takes them in.
0: Takes them in, mostly because of that, but he takes care of them and whatever. And that's where we start Petals on the Wind. Okay. So this is my favorite quote from Petals on the Wind so far. So I've read three of them. I've never read Petals on the Wind. I didn't have that book before. Um, you Frankly, you could skip around in the series. You just need to read the synopsis on Wikipedia. It's pretty detailed. Oh, they're so detailed. Okay. I was 16 in April 1961. There I was at the blossoming ripe age when all men, young and old... And most of those most of all of those just past 40 and we call them pedophiles. Turned to stare at me on the streets. When I waited on the corner for a bus, cars slowed down because male drivers couldn't keep from gaping at me. Here's my thing. Now I do believe Male drivers do, but because they're nasty. 100% there are men who are really creepy towards teenage girls. We all know this. This is just a fact of life. Yeah. Kathy, first of all, is like reveling in it and I hate it. I hate it. It I feels it. misogynistic in a way that I can't articulate. <laughs> okay. I will not go further. Well, will. It's no nuance November and I won't go further. With that said, have you ever seen a 16 year old? Because I, I work have. with them every day. I have worked with 16 year olds. They look like children. They look like and kids. I will never get over like, well, I like men like who are the... like 16, 18 year olds. You, They look like kids. <laughs> the girls in my class used to be like, oh my god, do you think he's cute? And I I would be like, he's a little boy. You're all children to me. Like, I literally look at you and see little baby children. Because, and this is not to infantilize teenagers this is to say i'm 28 years old you guys look like you look you're young. still developing yeah. a, into an adult no i know like, that's why i'm like i don't get it and i just hate it because that's like the whole thing with kathy at this point how and sexy the, she is how sexy she's developing into and i'm like bitch you are 16 well, by years by the time old. her and that guy started sleeping together i was like how old are you 17 i know uh, which is first of all weird. illegal <laughs>
1: one illegal
0: (laughs) one illegal two he was like 41 at that point what do you see in a 17 year old and the way she described him i was like how old is this guy he sounded old as fuck he sounded like he was like 75 i just want to know as a 40 year old man when you look at a 17 year old i don't care if they quote unquote look old for their age what do you see there what do you see someone going through puberty unfortunately so anyway not to be funny but i stunk when i was 17 because (laughs) i was going through puberty and that makes you that makes you real weird it makes you greasy it makes you stinky what the fuck are these grown men saying it's rough it's rough we were ugly teenagers though Maybe because we weren't so hot. Maybe maybe if we'd been Kathy, I would feel different. Yeah. I would feel misogynistic. But you know, like, not in her, (laughs) like, not against her, but, like, I get catcalled all the time and I fucking hate it every time it happens. Oh, yeah. I have such a crappy attitude the whole time. Some guy, I told you this, some guy literally pulled over his car. I was just trying to do Instacart. I was just trying to make a little money. I'm putting the groceries into the car. This man pulls his car forward. I have my headphones in. I can't even see him. Which now I can't wear headphones in the parking lot because I'm going to get killed like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the general rule, I think. Well, it was, day- it was like the middle of the day. It was like 12. So he pulls forward. He's like, ayo. And I was like, Sigh. I pull out my headphones. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, I've- I'm already disgruntled. <laughs> <clears throat> and he was like, yo," just trying to see what's up. And I was like, no, no, thank you. I put my headphones back in, and he, like, stares at me for, like, 45 more seconds. Like, what did you want this interaction to end with? Sir, I'm sweating. Oh, I don't know.
1: Like, what was
0: the end result you thought was going to come out of this? I know. But if I was Kathy, I'd have been like, men can't stop staring at me. Yeah, because they're perverts yeah because there are some grown men that don't know how to fucking act and that's, <laughs> that's, all, I'm that's all i'm gonna say i'm gonna say okay that so really quick before we wrap this shit <coughs> up what book do you recommend to pair with this one like a fine wine with this one i would pair an actual classic gothic novel jane eyre oh good one there is a little bit of incest what isn't that his wife's oh, yeah, cousin? Oh yeah, like his cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that see the incest thread. But like yeah, so there's like a little bit of incest, a lot more horror, a little bit more romantic, definitely not creepy. But I like it a lot. It's a classic gothic. Um, I'm gonna pair Okay, I actually have two. First, Why are you doing the splits? <laughs> My legs are getting cramped, and I need—I was doing like cross legs for like an hour, and my feet were starting (laughs) to. Like I'm looking at you doing the splits right now. I just felt like you know, like something sexier would set the mood. while we (laughs) talk about. Do you think like Kathy's mom like ever like sat like this with her sexy legs? She did it in front of the sun. Oh my god. Okay, so Dracula is my first one. Of course. Okay, fuck off. First of all. It's more. a classic gothic, but okay. also it's so fucking sexy. And if you ever watch that batship, one, so fucking boring. No, if you ever watch the Batshit version that like Winona Ryder is in, mm-hmm. I feel like that actually really encapsulates the true like how actually sexy it is. And who doesn't love Winona? Oh, I love Winona uh oh no the the gay person likes winona ryder shocking anytime you like anybody it's not shocking at all oh my god i was talking about vanessa hudgens yesterday and i was like your sexy dumb girlfriend (sighs) she's so stupid (laughs) my second one is we have always lived in the castle by shirley jackson that one does again have like an incest thing between cousins mm. but it's also i would say just as wacky as flowers in the attic without being on funny. the scale of like incest spectrum it's like half uncle cousins and brother and sister like cousins is in there cousins is after half uncle but not as bad as brother and and sister sister, but still kind of fucked up no this so the scale is happening on the scale of generally fucked up shit yeah yeah yeah. like it's still like a negative yeah like it's kind of like negative numbers like you're still down there (laughs) but we're just like where do you rate on that yeah exactly So, I love We Have Always Lived in the Castle, and that one's a short read. Anyways, Marissa, do you have any parting thoughts or quotes you want to read? Um, I do. Okay, so I found my quote because I absolutely love it. So crazy. Oh, my God. Mom's talking to Kathy. Is it the one I circled? Yes! (laughs) And she's like, I was 14 years old. And that is an age when a girl just begins to feel her power over men. Ma'am, I'm not here to argue with you. (laughs) And maybe, 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 maybe just maybe. I was, we were ugly 14 year olds, okay? I was not cute. I was ugly until in my 20s. I was wearing blue eyeshadow. Yeah. No rhyme or reason. Did not match with anything. Do you have that jacket? I had that green corduroy jacket. We were in business casual because we're We're fat. Small fat business casual bitches. Maybe because I was not beautiful, okay? But Mm -hmm. at 14... I was thinking about things like, oh my god, I don't understand chemistry at all. And I wonder if this guy likes me. Update. I don't know. Still. Maybe not. And also, how much am I getting charged for each text message I secretly (laughs) sent to this guy? Like, that's, like, and he was my age. I wasn't thinking about men, bitch. It was 10 cents per text message. Shit was getting costly. It was costly. Okay. Continue. What were you thinking? Or what, I'm sorry, what is your quote? Not what, well, what were you thinking at 14? At 14? I mean, I don't know if I was horny then, probably, but like. I was. I feel like I was really anxious about more stuff than a normal 14 year old too. I don't remember.
1: Am I dying? No, we were like in 10th
0: grade. So just like, that's when we met like Erin. Oh, um, I was just like really anxious about my body. Oh my god! But like, but did you know your power over button? Maybe that was your problem. Because I remember that I had to fucking put on deodorant twice a day. I don't. There was so sweaty. I was so sweaty. There was no power there. I remember being like one day before you started putting it on twice a day. I was like, why do you smell? cuz i also like don't know how to talk to people and then i I'm also 10th grade was also like i did an experiment where i didn't wash my hair for like a week i'm not Why? kidding i don't know <laughs> what was the experiment? No there was <laughs> what was that what were you i just wanted to with? see what would happen <laughs> oh my god there was no earthly reason and i just remember my hair was so wet <laughs> And now I'm like now I'm like a dry ass lady. Like if I don't put on like moisturizer like twice, sometimes three times a day, my skin's like wrinkly That's and gross. gross of you. But when I was I was just wet, I was sticky, I was <laughs> I smelled. That's why I can't with she was like, I'm 14 and so sexy. No, you aren't. <laughs> I have no, 14 aren't. year olds. And like, okay, the ones of this generation have it a little more together. I feel like because they like see TikToks and stuff like that. But they still look like little kids that just dress better. Than I just we did. see them every single day. They know how to do their eyebrows. That's it. And good for them because Thank I didn't, I didn't start doing my eyebrows. <clears throat> I saw a picture the other day. And I was like, when did I start doing them? I didn't start doing them until I was, like, 23. No, me either. I, I remember. I was just, I literally did my whole face and then I just left my eyebrows hanging out. Well, I know. I didn't start moisturizing until I was, like, 23. That's insane of you. I don't know what was, like, going on with me. But that's, I didn't, when I hit grad school, that was, like, when I hit my stride. And I started looking a lot better. But that was, like, I was I mean, old. we were around the same age as, like, 23. Two twenty three. Oh my God! I can't. Th- okay, the well, latest gonna, of bloomers. I'm gonna tell you my quote. I want to end on this quote because this is Kathy just generally sucking her own dick again. <laughs> is this some um, flowers in the attic or this is flo- no? This is flowers in the attic. <sighs> and always, and always, before I went to sleep, I spread my hair on my pillow, what? so I could turn my head, and nestle my cheek in the sweet smelling silkiness of very pampered. Well cared for, healthy, strong hair. Is this one in the attic? It was what products what, are you using? It was one of the sensual things I enjoyed—the feel of my hair against my cheek to take me into sweet dreams of love. So what she wasn't stuff. using Pantene first like the all, rest of us. First of all, first of all, first of all. <laughs> if my hair touches my face, oh my i could gonna lose I know. my shit. I, I feel like I... like I put my shit on the pillow behind me, <laughs> but so it doesn't touch me at all. There are times when I wake... And my hair's not long, but if I wake up and it's touching me at all, I'm like, the fuck? It's <laughs> not so making me think of sweet dreams of love. I sweat in my sleep. <laughs> and so, like, if my hair's touching the back of my neck when I'm sleeping and I'm sweating, I will lose my mind. <laughs> i like, what is this I'll this go shit? fucking banana. And then, like, okay... Just, like, the visual of it. So it's, like, laid out, and you literally turn your head to lay on it. (laughs) So you're just, like, tingling your own head in your hair. It's well pampered. You know what? I was just thinking of buying, (laughs) and this may cement that decision. (laughs) So I was thinking of buying, like, something to wrap my hair up in. (laughs) So it wouldn't touch me at all. But maybe I should be like, Kathy, my hair, do you think it's long enough that I could like, <laughs> please, it's gonna, it touches like your nose and that's it, like, it's not long enough. It's not long enough, it's disappointing, I can't be romantic. And my bangs touch my forehead, and even, I have them pinned back right now because even that's too much. The thing is, like, anything extraneous while I'm sleeping is gonna make me sweaty, Is that someone's, is this some man's ideal dream? No, probably not. To sleep next to somebody so sweaty. But I'm here to ruin it for you. We can't all be a Kathy. And with that, audience, we end this episode. And we hope that you nestle your face into your own well-cared-for hair tonight. (laughs) And that you, as a woman, realize how sexy and sensual you are all the time. Especially if you're 14 years old. <laughs> oh my god, no, please. So anyways, um, join us next week. Next two weeks. Next, two weeks from now. Yeah, we're doing uh, Opal and Nev. And Daisy Jones and the Six. If you like rock and roll and the 70s. Fleetwood and Mac. Fleetwood Mac. And anything that's like woman-led from that time, of, um, time and place. Era of time. <clears throat> time and place. I know, you'll probably really like this. Daisy Jones and the Six literally kicked off the Fleetwood Mac obsession I had for, like, six months. Okay, and with that, we say goodbye.